people, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning, baby. Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Bad guys, I am so grateful to be back, and I am even more grateful to present with you the new book that is going to take you on your journey. And today, I'm going to introduce you to two people that you are probably aware of, because we all have this person within us. It's kind of like the talisman, right? It's PMA. And NMA. It's pretty easy. No, I'm not talking about MMA. I said NMA. But before I even get into those two people, let me hurry up and give you a quote from the very beginning of this book that I'm going to take you on a journey with. Napoleon Hill, he said, quote, somewhere in this book, you will meet this person suddenly, surprisingly, and with a shock of recognition that will change your whole life. When you do meet him, her, whatever it may be, you will discover the secret. You will discover that he or she carries with him or her an invincible talisman with the initials PMA and MMA. This invincible talisman has two amazing powers, right? It has the power to attract wealth, success, happiness, and health. And it has the power to repel these things, to rob you of all that makes life worth living. It is the first of these powers, PMA, that enables some men to climb to the top and stay there. And it is the second that keeps other men from, you know, basically staying at the bottom all their lives. It is the NMA that pulls other men down from the top when they have reached it. So what is the PMA and the MMA? Well, positive mental attitude and negative mental attitude. Oh, yes, it's as simple as that. See, there was a guy, there was a slave by the name of S.B. Fuller. He said, quote, we are not poor because of God. Now, of course, him being religious way back in the day and whatnot, he said, we are, we are basically poor because our father and our mother, they didn't know, you know, they didn't have that desire to become rich. So, of course, we didn't have the desire to become anything either. Pretty deep, huh? Think about it. I actually asked one of my students yesterday. I said, what makes poor people poor? If you go to poor neighborhoods, you realize that everyone in there is poor. You don't see a rich person living in a poor neighborhood. You don't see a middle class person living in a lower class neighborhood. They're all poor together. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, the places like the Yemen's, the Somalia's, the this, the that. I'm not talking about those places, guys. I'm really not. I'm just talking about places. I'm just I'm just saying. If you go to places like Watts, California, Compton, California, Inglewood, California, Hawthorne, uh, if you go to, uh, what is it, uh, blah, 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 Flint, Flint, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, Camden, New Jersey, uh, Gary, Indiana, all these places that are run down to the ground, you realize that all the gangsters hang around with the gangsters, all the poor people hang around with the poor people, all the middle class hang around with the middle class, and all the upper class hang around with the upper class. Why is it? Why is it that that happens? I don't know, man. I was living in that same neighborhood where I heard gunshots, too. But you know what? I said, you know what? This isn't my reality. This is the thought form of reality, as Michael Bernard Beckwith has said. And, you know, this guy by the name of S&B Fuller, he questioned himself just as I questioned myself before. And he said, you know what? I'm sick of being poor. He began to want to be rich. He kept in his mind on the things that he did want and the things that he he didn't want well he kind of just expunged them and you know what he developed a burning desire to become rich and the quickest way to make money was to sell something back in the day so he chose to sell soap so he ended up you know auctioning a lot of things his uh 
he wanted to buy this firm price uh, for the, let's say, $150,000, which is probably equivalent to millions of dollars, way upon millions of dollars. You know, this is probably like 200 years ago or whatever. And in 12 years of selling everything, he was able to make massive strides. Okay, and he was well within that balance. And he was like at 115000 right? And the thing is, at that time, he didn't need 150000 He only needed 125000 but he was $10,000 $10, short. And he said, you know what? Damn it. I need 10000 before midnight tonight or I'm not going to be able to make this. And so he went into a business and he said, you know what? Do you want to make $1,000? S&B Fuller, of course, this guy, he walked into a very prestigious shop somewhere back in, I guess, Chicago 61st Street. I guess that's like a, a very wealthy area or probably was back in the day. And this contractor was like, well, of course, yes, I would love to make $1,000. And then, of course, S&B Fuller, he said, man, then make out a check for $10,000. When, when I bring back the money, I'll bring back another 1000 profit, which would mean, you know, that would be $2,000. So, of course, the guy agreed upon it. Crazy, huh? And so he did. And you know what? <sighs> Basically, he had a check. For 10000 in his pocket. But at that same time. Subsequently. He obtained, he obtained controlling interest. Not only in that specific company. But in seven other companies. Including like four cosmetic companies. And label companies. And newspapers. And this and that. And what what I'm trying to say right here. Of course that guy. That contract had ended up making a $1,000 profit. What a gamble that was right. But he went on to ask him. And he said when we asked him to recently, you know, to, this is what, of course, Napoleon Hill was talking about. He said when we asked him to explore the secret in terms of that success, he said, of course, we are poor not because of God, the guy being religious, of course. We are poor because father has never developed a desire to become rich. No one in our family has developed a desire to be anything else. And so what he did, he said he was he was reading probably Think and Grow Rich. You know what? This probably wasn't 200 years ago because Think and Grow Rich came out in the, well, probably around 1920s or 1930s. So this guy was actually just a farmer, and they would label him as a Negro. Of course, this is at the time where in down south they would lynch Negroes, okay? Don't say Negroes either, okay? Because that's actually bad. But this is what they referred to as, as about 100 years ago. Just saying. Okay, so he's, he was just reading. He was engraving himself with all this this material, all this all this information. Thinking grow rich, the secret of ages. And it ended up becoming such a great inspiration to whereas he just ended up saying a quote. He said, if you know what you want, you are more apt to recognize it when you see it. When you read a book, for example, you will recognize the opportunities to help you get what you want. Now... Of course, S&B Fuller, man, he started off as, you know, a farmer, a Negro farmer. In an age where in America, you know, Negroes, they weren't even able to drink from the same fountain as white people. Okay, of course, you know, they had colored people to the back of the bus. You know, the white people sit at the front of the bus. You guys know this story. But he was, you know, they said, it's funny because Napoleon Hill emphasized in his book, he said, oh, well, he had fewer, you know, disadvantages. Bullshit. He had the world's grandest of all disadvantages. But you know what? He chose a big goal and he headed for it. Of course, the choice of goal was individual. See, he said, this is what I choose. This is what I want most to accomplish. And so, I mean, to just break this all down, you have everything to gain and nothing to lose by trying. See, 
success is achieved and maintained by those who keep trying with PMA. What you try for is up to you. Of course, not everyone will care to be an SB Fuller man. Those are that's ridiculous. But I mean, being here right now, if I had given up three years ago, four years ago, when my back was against the wall and when my mind was absolutely shattered in terms of being an African American in the world, I didn't. And now I am just, I guess, overwhelmed and being pulled in so many different directions with people who are wanting to just hear me out and listen to me and speak here and do this and do that because oh it's just it's a beautiful thing isn't it but see guys that what i'm trying to say here is the choice is yours so i'm gonna re- reiterate that invisible talisman with the initials pma one side nma the other side you choose which one you want so let's even uh let's talk about another guy this guy's name was tom tom dempsey he was actually a kicker for the New Orleans Saints of 500,000 years ago, okay? But you know what? Tom was born without half a right foot and only a stub of a right arm. And of course, you know, as a boy, he was engaged in sports and everything. And, you know, he had that burning desire to play football. And because of that desire, his parents had an artificial foot made for him. It was made of wood. So Thomas would practice kicking a football with a wooden foot. Became so proficient, he ended up, you know, basically, he was hired for the New Orleans Saints. And screams one day of 66,000, almost 67,000 football fans could be heard throughout the entire United States when, within the last two seconds of the game, Tom Dempsey, yes, with the crippled leg, he kicked a record-breaking 63-yard field goal. You know? And... What you could take from this story is, listen, we're all born with disadvantages, possibly. Like I'm going to be talking to you um, in the next podcast, uh, probably within it's going to debut in, let's say, 11 and a half hours. And I'm going to talk about the 400 trillion to one in that podcast because we are born with great disadvantages. But those disadvantages do not have to become your reality. See, guys, I'm going to give you five steps right now. Greatness comes to those who develop a burning desire to achieve high goals. Success is achieved and maintained by those who try and keep on trying with the positive mental attitude. See, to become an expert achiever in any human activity, it takes practice, 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 and improvement, and constant, never-ending learning. See, effort and work can become fun. When you establish specific desirable goals, see, remember what I said in Napoleon Hill's, I'm sorry, not Napoleon Hill, Dale Carnegie's book on how to influence people, well, how to influence and win people. I was very, very clear about, hey, you know what? You can have fun at work. You could set goals for yourself at work. If you made 10 phone calls one day, try making 11 the next day so you have something to strive after. See, Work doesn't become mundane anymore. It doesn't become boring anymore. That's so exciting. See, with every adversity, there is a seed of an equivalent or greater benefit for those who are motivated with PMA to become achievers. So, guys, listen, you can either take one way or the other. And this is what Gary Vee said in an interview most recently, of course, on a news station, which is actually appalling, but... He went to a reunion station for whatever reason, but he was like, listen, you're either going to be positive or negative. Positivity lives in the long run. Negativity is short term. 
So you could be that, you know, funky pants 96 on Instagram and say, you suck. You don't know what you're talking about. You could this and that. Luckily, I don't have those trolls, you know, trolling me all over the place because, God damn it, I speak the truth. I speak nothing but the truth. But you know what? I choose positive. That's why I don't have that many friends. <laughs> That's why I don't have any that many friends. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Anyways, guys, what I'm just trying, I'm just trying to put into perspective that you can choose one or the other. And welcome to the introduction of a book that's going to bring great strides to all of you out there in the world, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. And as always, if you liked it, shared it. If you shared it, that means you liked it. Stay tuned for the next follow-up to this episode tomorrow morning. And stay tuned for the next podcast in terms of 4 trillion to 1, which is already debuting in about 11 hours and 20 minutes. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.